In this episode, we are going to discuss why you, yes, you should consider a technological detox. This means just putting your phone away for a duration of time, whether it's a couple days, whether it's for a couple hours. And we're going to examine this topic from a spiritual and scientific perspective. So without further delay, let's jump into it. Traveling to consciousness, exploring spiritual journeys to find answers in uncertainty. What is up, Conscious Monkeys? Welcome back to another episode of Traveling to Consciousness. As always, I'm your host, Clanky Terry. And this podcast is where we explore topics related to personal growth from a spiritual and scientific perspective. Now, I know typically we don't dive into the scientific area, but there's going to be a lot more of that coming forth as I dive more deeper myself, as I find these connections between spiritual and scientific, Western scientific notion. And science probably deserves a whole podcast on its own. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about all about why you should at least, at the very least, consider taking a technological detox. So let me at least start this with a little bit of a personal story. So if you follow me on Instagram at Terry or on my Instagram at Traveling to Consciousness, you would know that over the last weekend, I did just that. I took a technological detox. No phone, no laptop. No, nothing. I just rot it. But it's interesting also how this kind of unfolded. So let's actually dive into the story. So I'm in San Diego and my buddy James, who's on episode three and episode 14. So go check those out if you're interested in James. But we're packing the car in order to head up to Joshua Tree for about a four day weekend. This is going to include a three hour road trip to Joshua Tree. Then I'm going to spend four days there and then a three hour drive back. So getting ready. We're packing and everything's almost just about packed. And I think to myself, where's my phone charger? I'm like, Oh, I need my phone charger. And I'm looking for it and I'm looking for it. And whether it was like a divine spark, a divine moment of inspiration, a voice or something poked me and said, just don't use technology at all this weekend. And something about that really energized me. And following my intuition, trying to dive more into it, I said, all right, let's do it. I was like, something about that feels right. We're going to do it. I'm not going to touch technology the entire weekend. So like I said, this means that we're about to embark on a three-hour road trip to Joshua Tree without technology. Now, with that being said, you know, James wasn't on this technological detox himself. So I had to kind of put in a little bit of a caveat, which was that if other people use technology or wanted to show me something or wanted to put something on TV, then it was fine by me. But as long as I wasn't physically touching the phone or the remote, then I gave it two thumbs up. So with that being said, you know, three hour road trip up to Joshua Tree, just me, my mind and James is playing a podcast, which I guess I was listening to. We spend four days, some days in the park, no contact from the outside world. Now, Here's the deal. I did take my phone with me and 
I turned it off completely. I was like, all right, the second we get in the car, I'm turning it off and I'm not turning it on until we get back. And I believe that the notion of at least taking the phone was kind of like an, of an in case of emergency. If for some reason I had to call the paramedics or something, you know, keep those options open, if you will. Luckily, of course, didn't have to. But it was interesting because we get to the cabin and maybe it was about a couple hours in, you know, I, we're just like talking, we're meeting, seeing everybody, everybody's showing up, we're hanging out, we're chilling. And I just randomly go into my room and just out of habit, pick up my phone and start trying to look at it. I start messing with it. Now, luckily the phone was off, but I like really quickly caught myself once I saw that it was off and was like, whoa. I was like, that was a, just a natural habit. I, I have no one to talk to or no need to talk to anybody. Why did I just go in here and just grab my phone? It was really quite profound the first time I did that. And after that, it kind of became a conscious awareness of like this resisting the urge to check my phone. And I think that somehow makes it a little bit more difficult. But no matter what, it definitely helped me to become more present and mindful as I grabbed that phone because it was like dude that you're in a habitual habit right here to just grab your phone see if anyone texted you maybe you're about to doom scroll on instagram or tiktok and so it was a very fascinating quick little jolt of hey you're not being present so i found this very fascinating and i had a great weekend i actually had a very interesting idea that i'm going to keep to myself that i've been kind of working on in the background for the last week and hopefully that'll actually manifest itself in the future, actually come to life. But as of right now, it's like just a thing I'm keeping to myself. But I do believe that this divine uh, inspiration or idea came to me because I was not using my phone. How much of that's true or not, I'll have to just leave that up to you to decide. But that's what I believe myself. So moving along with this story, upon returning home, I get home, I open up my phone, notifications are popping off and I start scrolling and this is where it gets interesting is that I felt this sense of anxiety starting to come over me sense of anxiousness and anxiety as I was looking at my phone like very quickly it came over me and I at first didn't understand what was going on why I was feeling it nothing had changed no one gave me any different information but I very quickly realized that it was because of social media and why this was can leave it up to you. Personally, I think that we might look at or follow people who have things that we desire, whether it's status, whether it's a body, whether it's material goods. And so that desire, that will to desire things is what causes that anxiety to occur. That's where I'm at with that. And so that was a really profound kind of awareness that kind of came over me. And, and honestly, I share this experience of this technologically free experience because I, I truly believe it helps me to connect deeper with myself, with nature, and probably even with my higher awareness or higher consciousness, which gave me that information. And it also allowed me to connect more with Joshua tree. Cause I'm not sitting there thinking I should take a picture of this. I should take a picture of that. So just based off this, I highly encourage you guys to try a technological, 
detox for yourself to cultivate that presence, that mindfulness, that spiritual growth. But I do want to also give you more information from a scientific and even a religious or spiritual perspective. So uh, let's start down that rabbit hole. Why don't we? So as conscious monkeys, we strive to live our lives with intention and awareness. And yet in today's world, this world that we are wrapped up in, it becomes very easy to get distracted or overwhelmed by technology. Constantly notifications, messages, information, fear, shame, depends on what you follow. The majority of it is going to leave you feeling very drained and very disconnected from yourself. Now, from my story and from even some of the scientific things I've found, taking a technological detox can do so many great things for you from recharging your batteries, pun intended, reconnecting with yourself and others, can help you cultivate a deeper sense of presence and awareness and studies, even as we're going to get into it, have actually shown that limiting our use of technology can have numerous benefits. Not only to our mental health, but our physical health and our emotional health. Now, let's actually jump into some of those studies. And in case you're wondering, I'll link them below so that you have them. So the first study that I want to discuss is a study published from in the Journal of Occupational Health Psychology which found that employees who were encouraged to take what they called email vacations, basically the less time looking at email and not always having it readily available, if you will, they experienced less stress and improved well-being. In the study, participants were instructed to refrain from using email during non-work hours for one week. So one week, no emails during non-work hours. And the results and this is where it's always amazing, is the results showed that participants experienced significant reductions in stress, improved work-life balance, and increased job satisfaction. And what's crazy is that's only one little minor spectrum of the technological detox that we're talking about here, right? That's just emails. And that just increased their work-life balance, their job satisfaction. Work-life balance is a weird word, by the way, so I don't know how much we actually want to use that. It definitely enjoyed their being on work whenever they turned off emails for non-work hours. Now, this study is called Do Email Vacations Reduce Stress Among Employees? A Randomized Control Trial. Now, the link to that will be below, so definitely go check that out. But let's keep moving along with the studies. Now, this one might hit us a little bit more hard at home because we're talking about social media. And in the title of this study, it's no more FOMO limiting social media decreases, limiting social media decreases loneliness and depression. That's huge, right? Loneliness and depression I know is huge and definitely growing ever since COVID and all that craziness. So not to harp on that, but let's get into this. So this study was published in the Journal of Social and Clinical Psychology, which found that social media use was associated with increased feelings of loneliness and decreased well-beings. The researchers surveyed over 1,700 young adults about their social media use and found that those who spent more time on social media reported higher levels of loneliness and depression. Now, we might want to take a second here as a caveat I don't truly believe that correlation is causation in this journal or this study could lead to that, to that belief where correlation is causation. 
I guess I'm putting it in here as a asterisk, right? So like you can find things that will prove the thing that you want to find, right? Or believe that more social media will cause depression or loneliness, but I'm using this to show you a, that there is a possibility that there is a correlation here. Well, excuse me, there is a correlation here. I'm showing you that, that there is a correlation here. But we do need to be aware that it might not be the causation, okay? At least according to a study like this. So that's why I'm throwing it in here. But with that being said, let's jump into the next one, which I know we all are going to find interesting, which touches on sleep quality. So the, this, the title of this one is the association between screen time. So like on your screen, your laptop, your phone and sweep sleep quality in adolescence, the role of chronotype and social media use. Now this study, which was posted or published in the journal of adolescence found that excessive screen time was linked to poor sleep quality in teenagers, which I'm sure if anyone follows like the Andrew Huberman podcast or follows him at all, you're going to know that between the hours of like 11 and four are the worst time to be on screen, the worst time to be getting blue light in the eyes as it will just destroy your REM, not your REM cycle. What's it called? Your circadian rhythm. That's what it is. So let's jump back to this article. And they pointed out that the researchers surveyed over 2000 high school students. So that's interesting. I always thought adolescence was much younger than high school, but I guess we're considering high schoolers adolescents now make people feel younger. Anyhow, <laughs> the researchers surveyed over 2000 high school students about their screen time habits and sweep quality. So it should be noted here that this is a report or a feedback survey you know what i mean it's not like there's tangible things but i truly believe and even from a spiritual perspective that you know yourself best right if i tell you i feel like a four out of five that could be like a 10 out of 10 for someone else that was probably a terrible way to do it if i tell you that i feel like i'm a seven out of ten or a four out of ten that could be a 10 out of 10 for someone else so it becomes a little bit of a gray area whenever you have people reporting their own numbers but um you know take it for what it is Anyhow, the, sh the results showed, and go just click the link below if you're having uh, trouble following what I'm saying here. The, resu <laughs> the results showed that students who spent more time on electrical devices had lower sleep quality, increased insomnia symptoms, and higher levels of daytime sleepiness. And all of this on top that when you are experiencing the symptoms of being tired, losing sleep, bad sleep quality, it's going to take away everything else. Your hormones are going to be off. You're going to feel depressed. It's going to have that association. So, you know, it, it could be kind of tying this back into the previous article we saw is that if you're on social media more, it's affecting your sleep. So that's why you're feeling more lonely and depressed that your sleep quality is draining. So, you know, this becomes like one of those cat or mouse situation or not cat or mouse, chicken or egg situation. But I think generally speaking, this is a, there is a uh, definitely a strong correlation here. So hopefully that scientific perspective is helping you. But let's actually also dive into the spiritual perspective. And what I found was actually very, very fascinating. So from a spiritual perspective, we know that taking a, de a technological detox can help us connect more deeply with our inner selves and the world around us. And if you don't believe that, then maybe you just haven't done one yet. But... 
I can personally attest from my, you know, single isolated study N of one that I felt far more deeper connected with myself and the world around me. Now, here's where it gets interesting is that we can look to some spiritual practices, some we've talked to on the podcast before, which include meditation, praying, mindfulness, but all of these even take it a step further, which is unplugging not just from our phones, but the distractions of the world around us and turning that attention inward, which I think is beyond beneficial. And what gets crazier is, is that majority of the big religions talk about something like this. So this isn't anything new. It's not like science just figured this out. It's like religion and spirituality has known this for thousands and thousands of years. So in Hinduism, they have a practice of, I'm going to, I hope I pronounce this right. Mauna, Mauna, M-A-U-N-A or silence, which involves withdrawing from communication and technology to cultivate inner stillness and awareness. Very similar to meditation, but the definition of meditation is a little bit different, right? But that's the inner silence. And speaking of in Buddhism, they have a practice called Vipassana. So if you've ever heard of a Vipassana retreat, it's basically a meditation that involves observing your breath and sensations inside the body without distraction or judgment. And if you've ever heard of a Vipassana retreat, you can kind of, they're really cool. I actually haven't gone to one myself, but basically like there's no talking, you eat very basic food, you do nothing, I guess, except for meditate and just don't talk. <laughs> um, and speaking of retreats in Christianity, they have a practice of retreat, which involves taking time away from the world to connect with God or your internal God yourself and one's own spiritual path. And it doesn't even stop at Christianity. Muslims, Islam has one of these as well, where there's a form of technological detox called and I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong, so I do apologize if we have any uh, our Arabic listeners or Muslims or whatever. But I, I believe it's pronounced like itikaf, itikaf. I'm probably inflecting things wrong. But it is a spiritual retreat in which the Muslims seclude themselves in a mosque or a designated area for a certain period of time. Typically during the last 10 days of the Islamic month of Ramadan. And if you don't know, Ramadan is a time where... Muslims will even fast without food from sun up to sundown. So that's even another type of retreating or inner silence that they have from the world. Now, during this time, Muslims abstain from worldly activities and distractions, including the use of technology and social media. And like it all before, the focus is on prayer, reflection, and of course, their devotion to God. I, I just... This stuff just blows my mind, like how interconnected they all are. They're all saying the same thing, guys, and science is now just starting to back it up. And this also, as a quick little note, this is definitely like the path I, I want to keep taking this podcast is finding scientific studies that prove all the religious things that have come before us. I, I think that would be a great path to push forth with this podcast. So um, to, to wrap it up on that, the faith of Islam, they believe that with those retreats, that this practice brings apart, brings about a spiritual purification and kind of like a growth to the individual, which I agree with. I agree with from my own personal perspective. So I, I think generally speaking from all of this information by what we can agree upon, hopefully we can. If we don't at this point, then I don't know what 
I, I went wrong somewhere, but I believe that we can all agree upon that by disconnecting from like technology, we can create uh, space or openness for spiritual practices. I mean, look at your screen time on your phone. I know majority of the people of this listen on their iPhone, go and click on the settings and then go to the search at the top and type in screen time. Guarantee you, you have quite a few hours logged. Could you imagine if you just transformed one of those hours into meditation every day? I promise you, your spiritual growth would drastically increase. I'm just going to leave it at that because I know that it uh, it's a little bit tricky to and so that's a whole nother thing, but I promise you that it will drastically increase if you do that. Just take one hour, just take one hour, give it a shot for about a week. I promise you your world will change. And then if your world doesn't change, tell me I'm crazy because I know that you're, no one will email me saying that. Uh, and with that, like we can also utilize this to connect more with the natural world and to limit the constant stimulation of the world of technology of even just people in it and as we're even talking about this right like with that email retreat or the email vacation i think it's also probably a good thing to note here that it doesn't have to be an all or nothing proposition it doesn't have to be all or nothing how i was discussing earlier excuse me where i was saying how i spent an entire weekend without it I do believe it's beneficial. I thought it was super dope and I definitely want to get back to that, but it can just be as simple as just a few hours each day, or it can involve setting some more boundaries you have with your technology use. I know on iPhones, they have some locks that you can put on so you can only get on an app for so many hours or minutes during a day. Um, you know, maybe there's notifications that you set or you set a timer on your phone. That's like, okay, for the next hour, no technology, right? And these are like small ways that you can work it into your life. And I think this is super powerful. And honestly, even myself, I'll, I play a game with myself where I see how long I can go without using my phone. Once the day begins, I think that's probably a pretty powerful one as well. You could try playing with yourself as well. And I, I, uh, I take note of it and it took, what's crazy is it took a while for me to be even able to like do an hour. Like it was difficult. Like, don't like go super easy on yourself. Like, I remember when I started playing that game with myself, like it took me several months to just like constantly go an hour waking up without my phone. Now I'm at a point where I can probably go quite a few hours without looking at my phone and or doom scrolling. So conscious monkeys, all this to say is that it's your responsibility, how you use technology, how it impacts your well-being, And I'm telling you guys, I know you guys want world peace. I know you want it. I, you would not be listening to this podcast if you did not want world peace because I want world peace. And one of the only ways, probably the only way is to find that inner stillness and peace within ourselves, which is certainly why I want to get back to doing more meditation. If you're interested in kind of some guided meditations, a little bit more visualization type stuff, click on my master link below and you'll be able to sign up for like a 999 meditation challenge. I, it's completely free. You just got to send, put your name and email, make sure you check that doesn't go to spam. And I'm going to be doing more meditation type stuff in the future. I've just kind of been distracted if you will, which is obviously a very ironic thing for the topic of this podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, guys, I think we all can agree after this that technological detox, so many beautiful, 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 
Yeah. Wow. Another great word jumble up there. So many benefits. Um, we're talking mental, we're talking spiritual, we're talking physical health, all of it. And who doesn't want to increase those benefits? It can also help you to recharge your batteries, pun intended, reconnect with yourself, do all these things by can. And, and here's the beautiful thing is that we're in a point now here where we can combine the spiritual aspect with the scientific world, the physical material scientific world. And I probably got to do some sort of conversation on science as a whole. I'm going to do a podcast on science one day because my mind has kind of flickered a bit on actually that word, what science actually means. But regardless, we have the material research, the scientific material research. We have the spiritual knowledge that has been given to us in all these great books from Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, all of them. They all talk about going inward. So find some time during your day, even if it's only five minutes. I know I've even listened to Andrew's podcast and he talks about how even three minutes a day can be greatly beneficial. Go easy on yourself, guys. Take it easy. Um, take it easy because it's all about the long game. Play a long game. Don't play the short term game. Oh, that's cool. Like I meditated for four hours today. And then if you don't meditate for four years, it's like, okay, it would have been better if you just did three minutes every single day. So make sure you do that. Also make sure if you want to find a zero free cost way to support the show, please rate, please share, please subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, or at least the platform that you listen to it on. I'm going to start posting more YouTube videos, so please follow me there and definitely share because if you found this podcast informative or helpful, I know your friend's going to find it informative or helpful as well. And also, I have a connect with me button down below. Go click that. Shoot me a message because now that I'm diving into this, actually finding scientific research that's validating ancient texts, ancient scriptures, holy texts, holy scriptures, then I definitely want to, what's the word I'm looking for here? Explore that deeper. So I'm saying like, if you have an idea, shoot me an email. I'll be like, hey, it'd be cool if you did a podcast on the connection between... Uh, transcending to God and the scientific nature of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of running out of things here. Um, so please do that. Please share, please support, please rate the podcast. I will be eternally grateful for you. It also lets me know that I'm on the right path here. Cause sometimes it gets a little shaky. It's like, ah, should I keep doing this? Should I not? But whenever I see the rating go up, the follower go up, the subscribe count go up. I'm like, yes, I know people need this. I know people are enjoying this. So Please do that. That's my motivation as well. Although you probably shouldn't be looking for motivation in the outside world. Anyhow, I'm about to go down a different tangent. You need to go and turn off your your uh, <laughs> your podcast, your phone to meditate yourself. And if you don't, that's totally cool because we'll have a chat about it whenever I see you in the sixth dimension. <laughs>